Hey, it's Lem here. Today's episode will be dealing with stalking and harassment behavior quite heavily. So if that's a trigger for you, best to skip this one. Um, and you can also call 1-800-RESPECT. Links are in the show notes. I have recurring dreams of me being naked and running from a serial killer and asking for help and they don't help. This is literally like that, but in a corporate environment. She's like being chased by a stalker and no one's helping her. A listener production. This podcast is being recorded on Gadigal land. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this country and elders past, present. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us today. Nightmare fuel time, no singing for you. Hey, Abby, Lem and Oscar. So my name is Ali. I'm a long-time listener. I'm the big fan of the Nightmare Fuels. Um, so I thought I'd just add one to the mix. This happened to me about nine years ago. So I, I was about 18, 19. And my manager had a crush on me. And this basically became a full or he basically became a full-blown creepy stalker who was trying to clone me, well, clone me by stealing my toenail. What? Oh. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Trying to clone you by stealing your to What? What? What is this, Austin Powers? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Dr. Evil? Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Should I go on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my first message here is to anyone working, if there is anyone that's making you feel uncomfortable, please do something about it and don't let it get to as far as I got it to. Imagine going to uh, fair work. Imagine going to fair work and going... I'm <laughs> <laughs> going, my manager, like... Is it uncomfortable? And like, you know, of course that's so fair. Um, and and okay, what what did what did what did they do make uncomfortable? Well, he tried to steal my toenail to clone me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts. God, I miss workplace drama. I know this is awful, but God, I miss like yeah. This is fucked. People are so fucked in workplaces. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it is a bit of a story. So here we go. Oh. Um, I was working in sort of retail type store for a few years. I was very, very junior. So I was, you know, doing all the shit work. <laughs> what a good time. I had a junior manager, so he basically took care of the day-to-day and I usually just reported straight to him. Then we had a senior manager who took care of the overall just operations of the store, but, you know, didn't have much to do with him every time I was there. So this junior manager who would have been like mid to late 20s so like maybe seven to ten years older than me had a crush on me um so this developed like crazy but at first it was harmless so at first it was like things that he had the power to put us on the same shifts and like he would take his lunch brain break at the same time as as me Mm. um and follow me down to the cafes and want to eat lunch with me I was like I mean okay like it's a bit naive obviously <laughs> like, okay I mean he's nice we're friends happy to sit with him and have a chat like what else am I gonna do but it soon became really obvious that this was a crush and he started doing things like learning German for me uh, because I am part German and for whatever reason he thought that would impress me like babe not a prerequisite 
Oh my God, him, ich liebe dich. Him going, <laughs> wie heißt du? That's I love you. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, going, what is it again? Ich liebe dich. I love you. Hallo aus Berlin, wie heißt du? Guten Tag Berlin, wie heißt du? The German in primary school. Um, anyway, that's, that is uber weird. Yeah. <laughs> But you do you. Um, then, you know, buy my favorite chocolates when I'd come into work and always be the first person to come to the front to help while I was on the cash, cash register and, I, um, you know, I called, you know, all that sort of stuff. But then other things started happening. So one day he mentioned he was in the suburb I lived in. Um, so this is when I still live with my parents. Um, oh, which is, oh, I wonder how, did she tell how old this man is? Uh, she said he's like eight years older than her, but she was around like, 19? So he's like maybe? 27. Maybe, yeah. Grow up. I know. Fucking hell. What right? a fuck. Kind of just like a nothing suburb, like very suburban. There's one tiny set of shops um, and he lived in one of like the major suburbs in the area, I feel like. Mm. Um, so they're from the major suburbs. Like, ooh. Absolutely no reason to come where I lived. I know that they did a mean potato scallop, but there is literally no reason. Um, but he asked if he could come to my house and see exactly where I lived. I said, Whoa. no, I don't think that's necessary. And he was a bit upset, but ultimately understood. That's so scary. That alone, I, I can feel it's going to go on, but that alone is actually fucking terrifying. Just, mm. yeah, where do you live? Yeah. Where do you, where do you live exactly? Like all jokes aside, that's actually really scary, particularly when someone you work with, so you can't easily get out and also they have all of your contact details they have all of like access to literally where you are at work all the time yeah that's scary it is I agree and then you know because I was 18 and loved to be active well bring it back um I did these <laughs> swimming squads in this area same area um And I saw him join this. Like he joined the squads, which was random. And um, he got in the pool and he told me, like sprung this on me and thought it would be fun for us to do this together as friends um, and be in our swimmers together. I was like, no, okay, weird. And oh, uh, also, what? why are you saying this out loud? Why are you, like, why are you thinking this? acting on it and then verbalizing your plan to be in your swimmers together. That's like the creepiest thing anyone could say ever. Inside thoughts. These are inside thoughts. Keep them in. Imagine if I asked you to the beach them and I went just so we can be in our swimmers together. <laughs> you'd go, no thanks. Would no, I'd she go, though? let's go to a nude beach app. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> so fair. Sorry. Um, and just stopped going. So again, all very naive of me. Um, I didn't actually take no, any No, pause. Stop, stop blaming yourself. You're not being naive. A few things. You have been conditioned as a as a woman and also an agent of uh, capitalism to do what your um, a bosses at work say, um, not speak back, be nervous about losing income. And also, as a woman, you've been taught to be polite your whole life. So you're actually not naive. You're just doing what you've been taught to your whole life. And then you were, what, 19 when this was happening? There's no way that it's reasonable to expect a 19-year-old to have the gumption to be able to say fuck off to a manager who is doing this to her, particularly when it's like slowly increasing like this. Yeah. It's not mm. like it's like, I mean, the the wanting to know where she lives is weird, but also these are things that like women are told, particularly because of incel culture, 
to like instead of going, oh, I'm just a nice guy. Like give a chance to a nice guy. Like, don't be an asshole. Like don't don't just um, nice guys finish last. Like, maybe like putting an effort. Like I feel like even subconsciously, obviously she wasn't thinking this, but subconsciously in general, women think, well, I should just be nice and be polite because I feel sorry for him or it's easy to keep the peace. Or it's fawning. Or it's fawning, like as a trauma response. It's like you weren't naive. You were doing what your body was telling you to do to survive where your body felt like you were in an unsafe situation. So just don't say that you were being naive. You were just doing what you have been told to do and that you what's the word you've been um conditioned? Yes, to do mm-hmm. for your whole your whole life and just avoided the situation um this basically made it worse (laughs) one day I noticed after my shift or our shift he waited for me in his car outside the shop for me to go past in my car and tried to follow me home I got Mm. so scared I started driving like a freaking formula one driver to get away all the while I'm calling the senior manager and like scream crying, like this junior manager is crushing me, he's following me home. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, whatever, let's talk about it tomorrow. This is fucked. Oh. I, I'm so sick of fucking male managers. Sorry, this is like obviously triggering something in me. Male managers gaslighting young women in work environments. I used to work at a place, a hospital place, and one of the chefs and I had like kissed a few weekends before and he quote unquote jokingly choked my with my halter neck top and locked me in the freezer have I told you this <gasps> what the fuck this place was fucked like this place that I worked at like I have I did see them at fair work so I got I have signed an NDA but also I'm rich now so I was paying back the money and like <laughs> I don't care um if they're gonna fucking come for me that loses the owner has fled to London but um this place I used to work well I should do I should actually do a whole episode That's with my friends yeah. Oh, I, but I have actual nightmares about gutter stomping this person. Not kidding. That's actually so fucked. I, I have dreams sometimes where I wake up sweating because I'm so angry still at this person who owned this place, not the manager. But right, this this chef who we'd been getting together and he was like kind of quote unquote flirty, but he choked me with my um, halter neck top as I was holding, because he was a chef and I was taking out the hors d'oeuvres for the event, choked me and locked me in a freezer as a quote unquote joke. And I came out and I was crying and the manager was like, well, you got within last weekend, so, like, get over it, get upstairs. And I was uh, like, yeah, I just got choked at work and locked in a freezer and I was, like, 20. That's fucked. I almost got hit by someone else there. Like, and it's like when you tell people, they're like, get over it, go back to work. What are you doing? You, you were flirting with him. He likes you. It's, it's, not, it's not about him being violent. He was flirting with you. Get over it. Like, so for that person to go, oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, he's following you home. Like, she's in physical danger much more than what I was in. That's so fucking disgusting. Boys club shit. This is what we mean by boys club. And I think we're all in an echo chamber and people who listen to this and also like, yeah, like obviously people who listen to this podcast have similar friends and maybe work in industries like media or work in like female dominated industries. I think a decent amount of people would listening and also us all in this room right now. And we forget how much boys clubs play into not only like promotions and wages. We don't often speak about how it plays into actual physical safety at work. And it is hard to report things like that without having like direct threats of physical harm, for example, right? Mm. Like it's actually like federal laws about stalking are like not that favorable to women in these circumstances. No, as well. Well, even when I've called the cops when I was getting death threats with my address in them yeah. um, years ago, I called the cops and the cops laughed at me and were like, well, until you get hurt, darling, like who's actually trying to come after you? And I go, I'm a public figure. They go, okay. And I go, oh, that's 
I am. And I'm also, I have death threats in writing and you won't even look. I was like, can I send you the account? Can I show you? I didn't block the person yet. I'll just block them. And I go, but if I block them, I lose the message. So even, yeah, even cops, unless you get killed, we can't do anything about it. Um, anyway, um, Formula One, if you want to contact me, I was able to lose him, so awesome. And your Ricardo's new apprentice. Um, <laughs> um, so he couldn't follow me home, so that's good. Um, we went to the pub one night. So this is a different time. Um, just like the local pub, and there was sort of like parties at that place like every Thursday, you know, a bit of a Thirsty Thursday vibe. We love it. Well, if anyone listening to this thinks to say, well, she shouldn't have gone to the pub with him, shut the fuck up. She shouldn't have to be punished by not socialising with work friends because of this cunt. So he came alone, which, number one, was fucking strange, to come find me and sit with me and my friends to introduce himself to my friends. They were like, who the fuck is this? I was like, yeah, this is the weirdo. Anyway, um, other people were also at this pub from work which is because it was a local pub, so I was like, oh, my God, please, guys, what the fuck, help me. Um, and so they did one of the other guys that I asked for help. So I always thought he was kidding. He was really helping me to get away from the stalker, but this, like, he would not leave. Um, I was like to the other guy, like, she was a bit drunk, so, you know, <laughs> pop off this and <laughs> shoot shot. There is one thing we haven't tried, and I was like, we could hook up. And he was like, oh, you're okay. <laughs> so suck this guy's face. Good on him. Sucked his um, face. <laughs> so I sucked this guy's face. Great work. <laughs> Moving on. Love that. Obsessed. He was great. And uh, eight years later, him and I are actually still together. <gasps> oh. oh, positive face suck. Okay, love. Um, <laughs> now. I go, great, anyway. go on you, moving on. <laughs> Get to, to the, the toenail. toenail. Get to the toenail. <laughs> After this, I went back to work and the junior manager uh, saw all of this happen, threw a letter at my face, screamed at me that I was a slut and ran away. The letter. Wait, and the junior manager is a stalker, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So I read the letter. It said about how much of a slut I was, how horrible I was to him, and I was like, okay, no. Um, and Not also, a manifesto. Like, what the fuck? Would you expect anything less from this guy? No, like, but like putting it in writing and looking at that's yeah. actually that's actually like unhinged. This is one of the scariest ones we've had. This is awful. A uh, little gossip queen. Um, I showed everyone the letter. Pause, I- gossip, pause, pause. You know what gossip? First of all, Kath and I actually literally today were talking about this um, and doing a podcast about it on their podcast. But gossip isn't a negative thing if you're protecting other people. You telling people something that he did that is scary is not gossip. That is you advocating for yourself. That is you putting yourself into a safer environment because others know what's going on if it escalates and know if you do get hurt, sorry to be dramatic, but if you do get hurt, it's him. Um, You are also trying to protect other people and letting other people know what someone is actually like. That is not gossip and you shouldn't be ashamed of that. Sorry for being aggressive, support, aggressively supportive of you. Especially if, like, ma- the management isn't acting as well. Like, what other kind you of You have avenue? to tell people. You yeah. have to tell people. Yeah. You aren't gossiping. He threw a letter at you. He's following you around, finding your address, coming, not leaving you alone, coming to your home. That is stalking. By definition, you aren't gossiping. By t- I'm so sick of fucking men doing shitty things and weird things and then saying people, are, women are gossiping about them. It's like being the victim. Fuck off. It's not gossip. And, and it's gossip for good. 
new foundation, gossip for good, just like a whole, like, it's encouraging, it's a big group chat. <laughs> I felt like bloody Ross and Rachel from Friends. I thought it was like freaking 18 pages of how disgusting and horrible I was. Eight, what? Oh, call the cops. I don't do anything anyway. They'll say, put the letter away and don't be scared. And I was like, oh, like whatever. I'm just going to forget about it. Um, and then we had our Christmas parties. This is when shit started to get really, really weird. Um at this Christmas party, when all the sort of senior managers kind of left, this junior manager decided it was appropriate to show his love to me by locking me in the bathroom um, and holding me against a wall and telling me everything about myself. Like, weird. So he was like, you have this many siblings, these are their names, these are their ages, you have this many pets, like, babe, I live on a farm. I don't even know how many pets we have, but whatever. These are their names. These are their ages. This is, you know, these are your favorite cuisines. These are your favorite drinks. And it kept going on. And meanwhile, I'm like, I have never told you any of this. So it turns out. Okay, obviously horrifying. Sorry, I was silent during that, but I was actually just feeling like I was going to cry because it's so horrific for this poor woman. But like, and she never told him that? He's basically intimidating her by telling her, like, I He's know. He's saying, all I know where things. you live. I know all these things about you. I. So creepy. Whoa, okay. That he would get um, one of his other friends that worked with us as well in the store to, like, just chat to me as we're, like, working away um, and just ask me about my life and then feed back the information to him. So that, that's fucking strange. Um, anyway, got out of the bathroom, went home. And at this point I was like, look, I'm going to report him. Like, I'm so uncomfortable. So I went to the senior manager. I was like, uh, and he, he said, oh, like I'll take him off his shifts. Um, but like, no, do you- no, 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 no. He needs to be fucking fired and taken to the police. Like that's, that's not like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's, that's so unsafe for her. And he's got accessories as well working with him in the office. If he, the yeah. way that she knows, uh, he knows all of that is another person she's <gasps> talking to. Like, told, oh my God, so true. Like Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell kind of vibe, you know? Like, yeah, 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 working together. Yeah. I mean, that's a Poor girl. Very... Extreme comparison, but I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was really? extreme, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to escalate this further? Like... Looking back on this and now I work in HR, if someone can find, confide something in you that makes them feel uncomfortable and it is wrong, um, then you take that information and do what's right with it. Like this manager's like, well, you know, if we escalate this, like, you know, he will lose his job, you oh, might ruin his career. Oh, poor thing, he'll lose his job. I'm scared of my fucking life. If you want to take this further, I was like, um, sir, I am... 18 this is your job to do what's next and like I'm not ruining his career he is like maybe don't lock people in bathroom yell facts about them try and follow them home like I don't know just a word of fucking wisdom anyway I caved and I was like yeah okay whatever if as long as I just don't have to work with him and like see him all the time then that's great um so he left me alone for a while so it wasn't until we had a farewell for one of our people. So this is like very informal, not organized event by the company or anything. Um, and it was one of our other colleagues' houses. So her, I'm 
very close to, but um, she invited every single person because the person we were farewelling had been there for so long. So she was just like, oh, just easy, let's invite everyone. Um, And, of course, he went. So this chick is hilarious. Both her parents live out of town. They have this house in Sydney to come to on some weekends so that they can all hang out and be a family um but this particular weekend her parents weren't coming back um from their jobs uh so she was like let's use the house let's get crazy turns out last minute they decided to go to come back into town um and I was like don't worry I'm happy to host it um at mine but please just don't just change the event location on Facebook just I was like don't just put in my address tell everyone it's cancelled and I'll just, you know, invite a few specific people that we're close to so that specifically he doesn't come and find out where I live. Um, basically, silly, she didn't listen to me and just changed the event. So basically this junior manager guy now has my exact address um, and we hadn't really spoken in a couple months at this point. So I was like, okay, fine. Now he knows where I live. It's like, whatever, everyone can come over. Um, I told dad he was coming and I was like, dad, like, just like, d- don't fall asleep or do, but like, not in like PJs, like we're staying in, we're staying in jeans in case I need you to kick someone out for me. He's like, yeah, on it. Um, anyway, we're in the oh pool God. and That's like. so fucked. She's, she's told work. She's done everything right. She's been so brave for an 18 year old. Like, holy shit. She's like been so. She's done everything that all these fucking victim blamers tell you. Well, why don't you report him? Why don't you say anything about it? And no one's doing anything. No one's helping her. Even that person that just changed the fucking address. She, probably, she Obviously she knew about what this freak was doing to her. And she just changed the address. No one cares. No one's protecting anyone. To the point where she's getting her dad to sleep in jeans in case he has to help her. Yeah. What the fuck? The level of fear as well that yeah. would be in her. Yeah. He came to the house and just didn't, re- like, I just didn't really speak to him. Um, but this is, you know here we go again, <laughs> someone else rocked up and, you know, as a good host, got out of the pool, said, hey, I'm obviously in bare feet and this other guy rocks up wearing R.M. Williams. Also, we're in the pool, like, it's summer, some thongs will do, but anyway. Um, so I walked up to him and, like, I don't know what happened, but basically the way I walked up to him, his boot, um, his boots caught my toenail and ripped my whole toenail. Ah. So my big toenail is hanging on by this a thread. Is, this is calamity after calamity. <laughs> oh. I mean, obviously the stalker part is the worst part, but the toenail had a visceral reaction from everyone in the room. Yeah. So she's not had a good time. <laughs> um, so I put it up on, like, where our barbecue is um, and the little table next to it. I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? At this point, my stalker runs up to me rips off my whole toenail like as it's hanging on by a thread and he said it's better to <laughs> oh oh everyone in the car oh, right no. now just sit with that for a moment holy fuck okay do it while you're drunk um just so it's done and it, you know it doesn't hurt you don't have to deal with it tomorrow and i just didn't think anything of it i was like yeah yeah checks out <laughs> Literally just, like, the next day I was like, oh, I don't have a fucking toenail. That's weird. <laughs> Whatever. Didn't think anything oh, of it. Toenails. <laughs> don't you hate that? Fucking hell. You wake up with a toenail. Classic. Classic me. <laughs> Nothing really else happened. I did have to kick him out at some stage because he was trying to fall asleep on my couch and, oh. like, sleep over. And I was like, no, get the fuck out of my house, please. But anyway, 
four weeks later, his friend who wasn't at the party because he was away at the time comes up to me and goes, wow, you must have really small feet. And I was like, hi to you too. Haven't seen you in a while. How was your holiday? Like what the actual fuck? Who says that as like an opening line to say hi? But anyway, here we are. Oh, these people at this workplace are really scary. <laughs> Everyone there is scary. Every single so person there is fun. scary. What the fuck, babe? Get out. Like not, not in like a victim blame way, but like this is actually like. So bad. What the hell? I know. Was this a bad dream that she had? Like why are all these people like this? This is like this is like my my worst nightmare is like I have recurring dreams of me being naked and running from a serial killer and asking for help and they don't help. This is literally like that but in a corporate environment. She's like being chased by a stalker and no one's helping her. And she's on toenail. So are you going to explain yourself? Like, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, that junior manager showed me your toenail this morning. And he's like, it's fascinating how big your toenail, how your big toenail could be so small. Like that's one of my small toenails. And I was like, am I hearing this right? He's kept my toenail for a whole month. No, 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 no. No, because why did that cunt, that other fucking cunt, who said to her, oh, you got tiny feet. This is, again, why men need to call out other men. Because if a man, sorry, sorry, if another man in the office goes, I've kept her toenail from the staff party on the weekend, it's your responsibility to go, hey, that's fucking weird. You're a fucking freak. And report it. Like, how, like that's... Ah, obviously the toenail corporate culprit is the one to, the toenail bandit is the one to fucking blame <laughs> but like again why are you making a joke out of it and going ha 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 surely yeah. everyone in the office now knows that she stays away from him he doesn't, she doesn't invite him to things she doesn't want to be near him because he's, she's scared of him surely she's made it known like her friends all seem to know from how she's speaking why are they then going oh like he's got your toenail like I don't know even if like like Lem, if you kept my toenail, I would hope someone would go, that's weird. And we have yes. no issues, doll. That's, like, it's just nauseating, to be honest, to just think about this. It's like, sick. Just it's sick. So sick. Yeah, it is sick. It's sick. Was it in like a little Michael Hill jeweler box? Like, what was it? <laughs> How was he keeping it? No, I'm, I'm feeling like it's in like a jar with like that, you, you know, like it's got the some solution sort of that can keep, preserve it. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah no, floating, floating, floating. Surely yeah. alarm bells. Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. And well, they're going, he it. might lose his job. What? Yeah, that's pretty much it. What? What is he trying to do? Like, clone me? Um, <laughs> like, not that that's even possible with a toenail, but sure. So he basically came to the conclusion that he was either trying to clone me or had a shrine to me in his bedroom that, you know, oh. he looked at. Um, now, normally I would say that's a funny joke. But that's not a funny joke because I don't think she's joking because I think this could be real that yeah, he's got a shrine yeah, to her. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I would say don't let the big managers gaslight you and um, say you're ruining people's careers when, you know, when they might steal your toenail and try and clone you. And, um, you know, now working HR, please report them. Please report them. That's just my PSA. Um, but anyway, that is my nightmare fuel. What a bloody roller coaster. Me in silence going, um, that's fucked 
up. That's horrifying. That is everyone's, every woman's worst nightmare. Yeah, totally. To be stalked by a man at work. No one's helping you. You lose a toenail. There's a shrine involved. It's like. You'd wear socks forever. And what more does he have to do to get fired? Does he have to physically assault her? Does she have to get assaulted? Is that, because also he actually did assault her when he pinned her up against a wall. So he has assaulted her. Intimidated He's her. Intimidated her. He stalked her. He, she's reported it in the right avenues multiple times. Everyone at work knows. And no one's doing anything about this. No one's doing anything. What the fuck? Um, that's awful. That's disgusting. Agree. Obviously report. The only other thing I would say is actually I was joking about fair work before. But before I knew the extremeness of this. But um, go to fair work because fair work can actually do a fair bit, a fair work bit, you know, like they actually can, they're the step above. If you reported that to fair work, that's actually a, like a health and safety issue, that, that environment to be in. Like it's, she's actually unsafe in that environment. So that's awful. Um, send in any nightmare fuels to um, hello at itslotpodcast.com. And that's, I reckon that's like top five worst ones yeah, we've had. I know. I know. It's Holy fucked. fucking shit. Well, Illy, and I hope your nails grow back. A listener production.